Welcome to Kingdom Family Talks with Leif Hedlund. We invite you into the conversation and celebration of what God is doing around the world through his sons and daughters. Leif shares insights into what it looks like to be a follower of Jesus in today's culture. We hope you enjoy today's episode. Hello and welcome to Kingdom Family Talks. My name is Michael Raftery and I am here with Leif Hetland. Hello, Leif. Hello, hello. <laughs> Today we are diving back into the second part of our Life's Bitter Pool of Disappointment series. So today we're going to cover three different parts of disappointment. We're going to talk about what happens when you disappoint yourself, what happens when others feel disappointed, and what happens when you experience disappointment in relationship with other people. So Leif, why don't you talk to us a little bit about what happens and what has happened and how have you navigated in your life when you've had expectations for yourself or vision for yourself and you felt disappointed in yourself? Now, I think that uh, one of the biggest challenges for me is where my biggest strength is when that is being overextended, it becomes my biggest weakness. Uh, so like I'm considered to be known as somebody that loves loves God, supposed to love myself and love people very well. Mm-hmm. But sometimes when you don't have proper boundaries on that, then I'm realizing I, I, that's one of the areas where I recognize some of the disappointment. And part of the reason some of this is fresh where I just realizing that uh, there's all these needs out there and all these wants and all those different desires. And then in the next moment, I have not done some of the things that I knew that Jesus and I had been very, very clear about what we were going to do. Mm-hmm. So Jesus then got my leftover, and then suddenly my wife gets a leftover, and the people that are closest to me, they get me not when I'm sharp or when I'm full, but after I have actually emptied some of my battery. And out of that, in the next moment, I feel this disappointment with myself, that I was supposed to steward my energy, I was supposed to steward my anointing, and Jesus and I had talked about what, what does it look like when Leif loves Leif the way that Jesus loves Leif. And then I'm realizing, actually, I'm looking at some other things, and then I'm wondering, am I loving people, or am I trying to please people because those two can be two different things and then getting back again to see what Jesus where he would have said yes compared to no seeing how did I steward energy in that season and sometimes the season changes where you have a lot of capacity to lean forward or to be be spending a lot of time with people but other times Mm -hmm. he's inviting you to spend some more time with him so it's more of a rhythm than it is just kind of a rules and regulation or even a balance issue. So that's one a typical way where I see lately I've been disappointed with myself when I didn't get to do my exercises for my shoulder twice. I did it once. Why did I only do it once? Because all this stuff happened throughout the day. I didn't have anything energy left over. And you're either looking for some carbohydrates or just coffee or something to make you feel good in the end because there's all these other things that made you feel bad, including then the pain of the shoulder. While I'm committed to do certain things and I didn't live up to that, then I get disappointed with myself. And other times it's also even in regard to my family and that's looking at my past and seeing my children when I was not there for them or I responded by going across the world to meet certain needs or felt I was the only one that could be there. Mm. And at the same time, then there was certain leaks happening at home or certain needs my children had or there were certain birthday parties. And looking back, I, I realized sometimes that some of the things I thought were so important, 
in the nations was not that important. Mm. And I got disappointed with myself that I didn't have a clear enough guidelines in regard to the priority of what does it look like to... To, and I'm not talking about, but to be 100% present with his presence yeah. and to be able to making sure the one that I love the most to get the best out of me. Yeah. So that's just some of the, I, I'm not living in that because again, what I'm doing with those disappointments with myself is I choose to forgive me the way that the Father forgives me. Wow. And I choose then to come to the Father and say, I'm so glad that you are not disappointed with me, but I'm learning some lessons from that and that you use all things out for good. All things are for good. So even the lessons I've learned, even through this weekend, the lessons that I learn each time he uses for good. And wisdom is then to be able to look at my past, look at my present, and look at my future. And then instead of what is good or bad, it's what is wise and what is unwise and bring wisdom into this so I don't do it again. And that's the joy of the freedom. And some of the things, if there was not for those disappointments, I wouldn't have those divine appointments. I wouldn't have had some of those lessons. So I don't beat on myself too long. Take a few minutes getting over it, smile again, looking up, then looking in, looking out, and then I can look forward again. Wow. So I grew up in a culture where it was, uh, we don't really feel disappointment or we don't really look at those things, but we kind of just keep going. We just, we just lock our eyes forward. We just keep going. We just push past it. Um, and in my experience, the only way to deal with a disappointment or the only way to deal with a pain is to feel it, to allow yourself to feel it, to allow yourself to look at it and to invite him into the reality of it to bring truth into it. So for you, how do you, when you feel disappointed with yourself or when you, your expectations have been let down in some area of your life, how do you feel the disappointment, but not live in the disappointment? Now, I think I tried to be honest when I, I I mentioned it last time when we talked about life's bitter pool, that I've learned a difference between expectation and expectancy. I do want to have a high level of expectancy for my life and for what I do. That's based upon who Jesus is. That is based upon who the Holy Spirit is. But sometimes when I put expectation, I'm placing something on me or on other people that is not what Jesus has placed on me. And when I do those expectations and it doesn't happen, that's when disappointments comes in. And so when I then realizing it is, first of all, I, I going back and I'm looking at disappointment, face to face with disappointment. And yes, I feel it. But many times what I've realized when disappointment came in, it was not necessary even from heaven's view, the reality of what was taking place is that I had placed that expectation there or somebody else put an expectation that was not an expectation that came from God that led them to the disappointments. So now, first of all, I'm going back and I be honest with that and honest with God and honest with myself. And I live a lifestyle of repentance. Mm-hmm. So then when I feel that and sensing that, and if there's certain things that I need to take responsibility, that is perhaps forgiving myself, or I perhaps even forgive some of the people that are placing certain things on me and I lived with a false expectation. Mm-hmm. And it was not what they put even on me. It was something I felt that they put on me. Mm. And I I, I look at it. So I take time to write down some of those things, asking some questions. Why do you feel disappointed Mm. right now? And what is it that caused that disappointment? What was some of those expectations that led to disappointment? Was that coming from the Father? Often, no. 
Okay, so if somebody else placed it, do they have the authority to place that on you and lead to, no, why don't you release that person or release what was wow. there? And then I get back into freedom where I belong. So I'm not afraid of disappointment. It is part of my life. But I live with expectancy. I don't live with expectation. Expectancy leads to hope. The expectation often can lead to disappointment if we're not careful. And then when there is disappointment in there, I deal with it from an honest perspective. I am willing to feel it, see it, look disappointment in the face. Including, like I mentioned, just with my shoulder that didn't get healed. Yeah. I was disappointed with God. I was also disappointed with myself. Mm-hmm. What is it? Did I have no faith? Did I, do I have to go through this process? Couldn't I learn some lessons that just having that encounter? Why do I need to go? And I just started wow. going into that little spiral. Yeah. Instead of now going into the journey and, and having a spirit of gratitude in the middle of it knowing that when I'm going through what I'm going through right now, that God is going to use it for good because I can trust him and that it's going to be a greater upgrade because of the journey I'm with right now, even if I cannot see it or feel it. And then I go back to some of my memorial stones where I see in the past that, wow, so many of those processes I went through. Some of my books that I've written came as a result of disappointments, either with myself or others, healing the orphan spirit was during some of the most disappointed season. Wow. Baptism of love came in the middle of some of the darkest disappointments with God and with people, with myself, wow. that came as a result of it. So in the middle of all of that, I make sure I'm going to get the nutrients out of everything that I can. Mm. And then I start to be able to have a voice to other people and help them to find freedom so they can get back to expectancy again that's going to lead to hope in their life. Faith, hope, and love when it is finished. Those are the three things every time disappointment show up. Wow. So you said something that really jumped out to me. Um, You were talking about when you feel disappointment, you actually like gauge your expectations to find out if they are actually in line with what he's saying about you. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes we're feeling disappointment that in ourselves or for ourselves, because we place an expectation on ourselves that doesn't line up with the expectations that he has of us. Wow, that's really powerful. Yeah, one practical example. I was like, oh, I, I did it again. Yeah. I did it again. Yeah. And I said I was never going to do this again or be angry again or whatever that again is. Right. And then the whisper of Papa is, excuse me, son, but you have never done this before. Wow. But don't you remember yesterday? Oh, stop. As far as east is from the west, so far is your transgression from me. Wow. At the moment when you've repented, it's like you have never done it. So this mm-hmm. is like the first time you have ever done it for me. Because for me, it doesn't exist. So why do we carry all of this stuff that is underneath the blood of Jesus? And he gets to blackmail. The enemy comes in and blackmail us. So that's just a practical way we are realizing that deception is very deceiving. And many times it's insane when we feel like, and that's where the disappointment comes in with ourselves. We felt like, and then in the next moment, we do not realizing that, no, you, you get to have blank pages again today. And you don't need to have the color from the past, even from yesterday. And you can fill those blank pages in things that gives faith, hope, and love. That is so good. So let's let's take a little turn here. So you're you are a father, you're a husband, you're a papa to many. It's we're kingdom family talks because you live in kingdom family. Um, so when you're in relationship with people and expectations happen on your side or the other side, and because of expectations or failed expectations, um, there's disappointment. How do you navigate that disappointment with people? 
Yeah, and it is a challenge for me because what my strength, as I mentioned, is, is also my greatest weakness when it's being overextended. And I've had many different times when somebody just saw that one of my spiritual sons and his wife and children, they were just having vacation at our house. And then I have about a half a dozen people that's like, wow, I'm even closer than at least wherever people are at. Let me, why did you get to have a vacation and not me? And I can be there with a vacation. Or you maybe invite one person to come with me at the voice of the apostle or travel with me to some nation. And then you have some other people coming in. And why didn't I? I'm very close. So I did this. So I, and it's a, so it places a lot of those things. And there, there was a time when I, I wanted to please everyone. Mm instead of love everyone. There was a time where I, was, I wanted everybody to feel like they was the John in my life. And Jesus had a John. He had a John and Peter and James and John. The, the three got experiencing things with Jesus that the rest of them didn't. Then he had a 12 and then he had a 72. So I think that the, when I suddenly realized the different boundaries on a different relationship, and also then there is a lot of the entitlement when people are coming in that could be... Practically speaking for me, I have some people that are sending me the scripts of endorsement. It's just an expectation they have on me that we want to use your name and use your platform for you to be able to release that. They do not think about maybe the big picture and how it is affecting or, oh, I have a book. Why can't that come on your book table? Mm. Or why don't you promote? You promoted this person's e-course and why don't we use your social media? Every single day I have these things of different people on different levels of response. Or could you check in with a Heidi Baker or a Bill Johnson or a Randy Clark or so-and-so to speak in our conference or do a little teaching or sign my book? Or So even when I'm in events, people are close to me that say we love without a hook. And in the next moment, and here's everything we want to do to serve you, Papa Leif. And then the next moment, there's been these things of, no, the really reason they went there was not just to serve me. It was actually that they had certain expectation of me for me to introduce them or for the seat that they were going to sit in the conference or who was going to pray for them or prophesy over them and etc. So I think that I had to go back again and this is the challenge is having enough margins and hearing from Papa God what is his expectation or expectancy towards me. And even then, if you have, it's like your own natural children. There's times Leif Emanuel have time with me that the other one don't. And the other time it's Lila's turn or, and certain get certain gifts, even of my natural children. So for me then to coming in there and, and I, I am not very good at entitlements. That's probably, I'm a giver. That's my love language. And because I give, but when I smell, oh, there's a little entitlement here, then the opposite comes and happens and I realized uh, because of generosity other people coming in and oh you did this here and there or you pay this so and so much or whatever that looks like so I've, I've just learned to set some more clear boundaries of this because I never did enough there's including this week and there was somebody else I could have seen or have a breakfast appointment before the breakfast appointment and and it is just that one person or this person's need I have several calls after this it's just and I people didn't realize I spent eight hours on calls the day before with people and listening and going through the struggles and the needs and and I have about a couple of dozen people that would like to be in this meeting or that conference or every single time I travel so as a result of that, you have to say no mm. to be able to have a bigger yes. Wow. And to do that, yes, there's people that will be disappointed. But that also has a lot to do where they are at in their relationship. So I think that I have had to coming in and saying, Papa, what do you 
want from me? What do you expect from me? Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of other bonuses I get to do, but it is not because it is required from him. And when other put these requirements on me and it leads to their disappointment, there's sometimes I just let it happen so we can deal with some of those issues. Wow. Kind of the why of why are they hanging out here? Mm-hmm. What what is the motives of the heart? And there is a lot of people, especially when you have a platform that are looking at you for their success instead of their significance. Mm. And sometimes they do not know the difference. So for me, it is more to steward favor. It is to steward relationship. I'm very much into this. And to be able to do that, there is people that will always have disappointments. But if I don't put boundaries there, I'm disappointed with myself. Mm. Because before you know it, I said no to Jesus. I said no to myself. I said no to having quality time with my wife, even when I'm on the road. Because I said yes to a lot of those people that felt they had a right to coming in and when the father didn't expect that from me. If the father says it, yes. But if not, I have a free will and a choice where I'm saying yes and where I'm saying no. But every time I say yes to somebody, I say no to 10 different people. That's the challenge of it. The question is never is my calendar is going to be full, but who fills my calendar? And if I don't fill that up with my priorities, somebody else's priority will come in. And I'm meaning the priorities that God has for me that day. So the question is never, I could go 24 hours a day and there's still somebody, if you look at my phone, 500 some emails, 100 some texts and while we are sitting and doing this, there's people calling me and texting me and because I have such a large family all over the world. Yeah. And there's always somebody I cannot reach. And before, I got burned out that way mm. because I tried to reach as many people as possible to making sure that everybody was happy. But I cannot please everyone. But as long as I please God and have a good, clear conscience myself that I did everything that I saw my father do and I said what my father had said and if he says well done son when I go to bed at night then he is well pleased and I can be pleased with that and then I just bless whoever is on the journey that that leads to disappointment for them wow that is so good thank you for that it, rem- I, it reminds me of Jesus because I think about Jesus walking even walking through the streets when he was on the earth and and he said i see i do what i see my father doing but there was need all around him people people hurt people needing healing people needing this but jesus would stop for one specific person because that's where the father was saying to go but if he had stopped for the need then he never would have gone where the father was directing him because he would have gotten busy with the need that's really powerful Wow. So in the midst of navigating those disappointments and relationships and things like that, um, how have you found that brave communication has come into that aspect of it? No, I'm honest to say it's probably one of my biggest challenges. Mm -hmm. It's not that I don't know brave communication, but I think, as I said, uh, it's been one of my most difficult challenges. I have some people even... uh, sending me a manuscript or send me a letter or send me a text of a book and realizing I have very little time or people want to call and I have a tendency still to not use strong enough brave communication and say, no, I do not have the time right now or no, I cannot be up in the middle of the night to, and I don't want to endorse something if I don't read it because I don't know well enough the person. So it is a challenge for me in the area that people can pray for me. I do 
use brave communication most of the time when i'm healthy and i have time in the presence i have margins and these things comes in i'm much more healthy in the communication when i'm not very healthy is when my emotional tank is down and some of these things comes in and then i become reactive instead of proactive Mm -hmm. and at that moment there is not as much clarity which then leads to often i disappoint myself with it so often the cure for me with a clear communication is just to be able to make sure i know my yeses so it will be easy for me to say no there are certain things i do it's out of favor other things i do it's out of honor there's other things i do it's just because it's what the father wants me to do it's just to bless people has no reason to it but most of the time i'm following certain priorities and to do that the clarity to say no and sorry i cannot do this and i did it three four times this weekend which was hard each time and it is hard but the more you practice it, the better you become and it feels so good afterwards is when i got to sleep in because i couldn't sleep that one night i slept in that extra half an hour because i didn't do that lunch uh, breakfast appointment that was not a win for god or was not a win for me it was just a win for that person well i like it to be win 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 that heaven wins and the father is smiling because it i win too there was i it's not always but then that person wins so that all three wins by doing that extra appointment and as a result of that i was able to have a little breakfast have a little margins and not just being totally drained and I came home and I had I, I still had a half a tank left after a very busy week and instead of coming home with empty. Wow. Wow, I love that you said that you have it very clear where your yeses are and so that reveals where your no's are. I think that's so important that we know we prioritize what we're saying yes to, so then some things are just automatic no's because they don't correspond with our yeses. Um, I'm going to ask you to pray for us in just a moment. Before we do that, do you have any final thoughts for us about disappointment? I just wanted to encourage anyone that is out there, do not be afraid of disappointments. Mm. Because I think that to some degree that people, oh, I got disappointed. And it is so... Disappointment is part of life. Discouragement is part of life. Distractions, delays. I call it the four dream killers. Mm. So... Sometimes we're disappointed with ourselves, or we're disappointed with people, or people are disappointed with us. So that's not that that will not happen. I think we can navigate it better. But I encourage people just to be healthy, be nice to yourself, love yourself well, love yourself the way that Papa God loves you. Mm-hmm. And then you love your neighbor as you love yourself. And release people also from the expectation perhaps you place on people and give them expectancy because wow. the expectancy. Michael, I see the best in you. You can do this. The expectancy leads to hope. And it leads to faith, hope, and love. By the expectation, if I put too high expectation on people, people will disappoint you. So I encourage you just to live a lifestyle of releasing expectancy that releases faith in people, hope, and love in people. And try to lower the expectation. Because if you always have too high expectation. You're going to live with disappointment. And if you handle that right, it will be a divine appointment. But enjoy the journey as you're learning to say yes. And sometimes just to say yes to Jesus, yes to yourself, yes to rest, yes to some of those things. Then as a result, you're going to have a much greater capacity to love well, to love your neighbor as you love yourself. And be clear about that and have healthy communication so that people can say no i'm not very good at being manipulated Mm. Uh, no i cannot right now 
I cannot say no to my wife and children and the birthday of my family to come over here just to speak in this event because there was a cancellation. Mm. You don't have to say it that way, but I'm trying to say, be clear about what you have to say yes to wow. so that it becomes easier to say no. Oh. Well, thank you, Leif. Would you, uh, would you pray for us? I would love to do that. Thank you. Mm. Heavenly Father, we just wanted to honor you as a good, good Papa, I thank you that you have never, never disappointed me. I have felt it, but it was not a disappointment. And I just ask even at this very moment that you will just give us a fresh baptism of love. I thank you, Father, that even at this moment, that as we're following in Jesus' footsteps, and even as the disciples, there was time they felt disappointed. There was times when Peter wanted to go back to fishing again, or the people wanted to do certain things. We kind of didn't feel that this is what the life with Jesus was supposed to look like. And especially when he brings us into some of those places when things is difficult, it's painful, it is hard. And we do not know Jesus. Why would you bring me into this place right now? And just in the middle of it, I just ask that you would just come with your love and your grace in a special way. And realizing that you, when you take us through the wilderness, uh, the water later on will taste so much better. But also some of the things you're setting us free from in the wilderness that you don't want us to have with us as we're going into the promised land. So today, Jesus, I just ask that you will minister Jesus, you know about disappointment better than anybody. And the people, even the nearest, your friends disappointed you. Your followers disappointed you. You took care of all the needs of all the multitudes. You healed the sick. But where were they when you needed? Why were there so few people when they came to the cross when you struggled, Jesus? But in the middle of it, you say, Father, forgive them. They do not know what they do. Thank you, Jesus, that you lived such a free life because you knew that your Father will never disappoint you. Even when you didn't understand that, you said, Father, if there's another way. And then you realize, no, Father, I just have to trust you to go this way. And it was painful and was hard. But because of that, Jesus, <laughs> we can experience the freedom because of what you paid. We can experience the joy. We can experience everything because that you, Jesus, were willing to say yes. Mm. And I'm just asking now for everyone that is out there that are listening today, that there's just going to be such a healing freedom that you will forgive yourself. You will forgive people and that you will live in such a freedom. And when disappointment comes, that it's either going to be a divine appointment, but Father, I just ask that we're going to get the nutrients out of that and experiencing the life and the life abundance that you, Jesus, came to give each one of us. So I bless you at this very moment to receive, become, and release that life. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, amen, amen. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, you can follow Leif on social media at Leif Hetland and sign up for our weekly newsletter at globalmissionawareness.com.